I'm Jake. What are we talking about? Check, check. Folks, as you can probably hear, I am on the road today, tonight, whatever. I uh, just got off work. I worked some overtime. Uh, it's about 3.15 in the morning. So uh, I thought that I would pick this up and uh, just kind of chit-chat a little bit about Justice League and my views on it and uh, sort of maybe what direction uh, they should and might go uh, uh, from here on out. Um, first and foremost, I gotta say, really enjoyed the movie. Uh, I know there's a lot of people who are saying it's a train wreck. There's a lot of people saying that it's a catastrophe. It's the worst fucking thing. Uh, no, not even close, man. Uh, Batman v Superman was probably the worst thing that they've put out. Um, uh, so this, that, that was like the low part. This did have a high bar to fill or uh, to reach, uh, rather, uh, when Wonder Woman was the previous movie uh, that came out in the DC universe. Um, there were obviously issues with the movie. The first and foremost, uh, it feels every bit like a hybrid movie. Um, for those who might not know, Zack Snyder is the director. He is the credited director of the movie. Um, but uh, partially through, well, now he finished production. Uh, and then with uh, the cut that Warner Brothers saw, they felt that something more needed to be uh, added to the movie because... Uh, at least the rumor is again all uh, it's rumors but you know we kind of have the gist of it basically his version didn't have any connective tissue um the scenes were great the scenes were uh, a lot of fun and really pretty uh but no connective tissue so Warner Brothers hired Joss Whedon uh to uh rewrite the script add a little bit to it uh and so back in May um, during reshoots, uh, extensive reshoots, um, Zack Snyder bowed out uh, due to a family tragedy. Um, and the fact that he made it, as, with what happened, the fact that he made it as far as he did into production, uh, it's amazing. I, I commend him, and I, I feel terrible about about you know what he, him, and his family are going through. Um, and I do think a lot of reviews are taking that into account uh, and I'm not sure exactly how I feel about that because other one other reviews would say Zack Snyder was dog shit other you know for Batman v Superman or even Man of Steel uh, you know he was dog shit he's a terrible director he's this and uh, now it's like well you can see his vision in there and you can also see Joss Whedon's vision in there usually trying to move away from saying uh, how they feel about Zack Snyder uh, me personally, I, I I'm not a huge Zack Snyder fan as a director. Visually, he can make a great story. He can make some great scenes and string them together loosely, um, but they definitely look pretty. He's a very visceral, visual director. Um, whereas Joss Whedon is, uh, I'd say compared comparatively, a more traditional director. Um, he's really good with plots and stories, and he's good with characters. That's his, that. I think that's probably his strongest uh, uh, thing is uh, characters. Um, but uh, they brought him in. He did some rewrites, and apparently they were pretty extensive. And the reshoots ended up being pretty extensive. Uh, the problem is, uh, Warner Brothers kind of gave Joss Whedon full reign over the movie, so he cut large chunks out of that movie. Which, at first you're like, okay, I can understand that. The movie, as it is, is like an hour and 59 minutes. Um, hour and 59, two hours, uh, I think, after credits. Uh, I think um, 
so I was like, okay, that's a okay length. Now, the kind of the problem I have is that um, the one of the chief complaints of like Batman v Superman was it was so long, and that seems to be kind of the complaint about a lot of comic book movies nowadays is that they're so long, two two and a half hour long movies. Um, I don't necessarily really have an issue with this. If a movie is made properly, if it's written well and directed well, and you know everything falls into place, it shouldn't matter what time, how long it is. It shouldn't feel like it's two and a half hours long. Batman v Superman felt every bit of four and a half hours long, and it was only two and a half hours long. Um, so whenever they did that, I was like, all right, that's fine. Um, problem is, a movie like Justice League, a movie like The Avengers... Uh, they need to be uh, longer, two and a half hours probably, and this really could have benefited from being longer. Uh, you can see, you can kind of tell where stuff stuff was cut out. Uh, apparently, a lot of stuff with Cyborg uh, and Aquaman, and I think even the Flash were cut out, um, which I think was a mistake. Um, Cyborg, to be fair, what they've shown us actually makes me pretty excited about uh, the Solo movie. Um, I wish we would have gotten seen, got to see more of him in Justice League. That would have been really, really cool. Uh, same thing with Aquaman and Flash. Um, well, yeah, Flash because I don't think what we were shown really was outstanding. It wasn't super great. Uh, but the stuff with Barry Allen fun really funny and entertaining and Ezra Miller I mean he's just a fucking charm factor I like that kid uh all the way back to you know Perks of being a wallflower uh he's he's a fantastic actor and I I feel bad that I ever questioned his ability whenever they cast him for the role I was uh, very angry over the fact they didn't cast Grant Grant Gustin in the role I thought that he should have been... I thought the TV Flash should have been the Flash in the movie. I thought that... Because they'd already done the legwork. No pun intended. Uh, so they might as well have brought him and the Green Arrow into the universe. But that's neither here nor there. Uh, the stuff we got with him was really good. Um, you get to learn a little bit about his backstory. Um, it is kind of just... squeezed down. Which is fine. It, maybe we can get a more detailed one in the Flash movie. Because they're doing the Flashpoint which would actually really serve as a super uh, super good uh, origin movie slash not an origin movie because you are already an established Flash who goes back into time to save his mother and you learn everything about the Flash from Flashpoint um, but we'll get to that uh, a little bit later um, Aquaman he, uh, Jason Momoa, man. Uh, he, God damn it, he's fucking cool and beautiful. He, he's almost like obnoxiously cool, though, in this movie. And it's, it's, it never really gets annoying or really to the point of being obnoxious. Uh, but he's almost there. Uh, he's like one of those, yeah, brah, sort of guys, it seems sometimes. Um,. But damn it, man, you just love him. Again, just like Ezra Miller, that guy is a charm factory. He's got nothing. He's got charm to spare. Um, so he, every scene with him was a, lot, was a lot of fun. And for the first time, I, I never thought that this would come out of my mouth. I can't wait to watch Aquaman. I just said that out loud. And it still fucking trips me up. Um, but it's gonna be. Uh, I think it's gonna be really fantastic. It makes me excited. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of what they did in this movie, for how they talked. Like they have to talk in an air bubble. I mean, they could have just went and made Atlantis sort of like a, a like Gungan, uh, you know, Jar Jar Binks planet. You know what I mean? Uh, like. It, big air bubbles basically you have to swim to get to it but everything else is like air bubbles personally I think it would be really cool to see uh, not that but see them just underwater and figure out a clever way in which they can communicate or talk um, interestingly I thought I thought I had read something somewhere about um, 
the way they talk would be akin to whales, but not, you know, exactly like that, but sort of like have a echoey, I guess the way I understood it was like kind of an echoey, hollow sound almost. Uh, it might be difficult to pull that off in a movie. I mean, yes, in a two-hour movie, that's going to be either get really annoying or just really hard to understand. Um, but, I mean, they've got a couple years to figure that out, and I hope they figure something else out besides an air bubble. That was kind of fucking stupid. Um, uh, Wonder Woman, again, as always, fucking beautiful and wonderful, just amazing. Uh, and then there's Batman. Batfleck. Uh, this is probably the... F- I, okay, I did not like Batman v Superman, really. I think it can be entertaining if you watch the ultimate cut. And borderline a decent movie. Borderline. Um, And one of the best parts of that movie, probably the best part of that movie, next to Wonder Woman. And, no, I'll just say he was the best part of the movie. Ben Affleck was the best part of that movie and was sort of, to me at least the definitive Batman minus how killy he was that was that kind of rubbed me the wrong way uh but to be fair I I mean I understood the point I understood what they were going for he'd been in the game for what they say like 20 years uh he had seen partners die people die that he cared about and it finally got to a point where he broke where he was just like I you know I I can't fucking put up with this anymore. I can't do this. These motherfuckers gotta die. Um, and even then, he wasn't really killy. He just he didn't go out of he go out of his way to stop people from dying. Like he, he basically, he would always beat the shit out of people, but you knew they were alive. And Batman v Superman, he threw a fucking container, like a shipping container almost, at a person's head, and blood splattered behind them. I'm pretty sure they're dead. You know, that's that's a pretty extreme, uh, you know, punishment. Um, but again, I understood it and I could, I could you know, work with it. Uh, even in the trailers, I had no, at the time, had no real problem because um, I thought, uh, all right, I, I was a fan of how Batman is usually portrayed in the Justice League. Uh, sort of like the loner, he's the, he doesn't want to be a part of them almost. Like, but he knows that ultimately they are a force for good, and that he should be a part of them. And if anybody's, if anybody's gonna keep them in check, it should be him. Is what he's sort of his feeling, which leads you know obviously to like um, uh, the Tower of Babel, or or uh, where he has a contingency plan for all of the uh, uh, Justice League members. So I think um, I, 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 that's that's the version I'm a fan of. That's the one that I like and I think is a good version of Batman uh, when it comes to the Justice League. Now, in the trailers, it became very clear that he was the one putting the team together. He was uh, openly revealing himself to the team as Batman when he was Bruce Wayne. Like, you went and got him all as Bruce Wayne and you know, just maybe just straight up is like, hey, yo, I'm fucking Batman. Um, <clears throat> that I, I never liked. Not even in the trailers. I couldn't even bring myself to understand it. Um, Batman wouldn't do that. Just straight up. I would have had a, a more believable, it would have been more believable to see Batman stalk and find these people to bring them to his team. Uh, now you can say that maybe it was a thing for trust. He was trying to show that he was trusting them with something, or he, you know, he was trusting them with his secret identity. So maybe they should go ahead and trust him uh, and join his, uh, you know, team. I still don't like it. I, I don't think it was good. I mean, I, even whenever, uh, where were they? Ah, fuck, Iceland, I think it was. Wherever uh, Aquaman was from, they're just walking through the village talking about Bruce Wayne being Batman. That was baffling to me. Fuck! In the beginning of the movie, he, you know, uses a thief as, uh, 
sort of like a, a bait for a parademon because they can smell fear. Uh, so he ties him up and he lets him lean over a building and holds him up. So he, uh, he does that, and after the parademon comes and you know he beats the shit out of him, and then the parademon just sort of explodes. He he's just talking to Alfred, and he's like, "Yeah, Alfred, guess what? This fucking shit's going down. You know what, Alfred?" And I'm like, "Motherfucker, did you just say Alfred out loud in front of that thief?" I, I don't know, man. That's pretty risky to me, man. It's, Alfred's not a common name. You know what I mean? So I think that was... I don't know, man. That was just strange to me. That was a weird choice. And I i just can't believe that, that, that they went that way. Um, uh, I also didn't sort of like how jokey he, he was. That was my stereo, by the way. I just pulled in my driveway. Uh, I didn't like how jokey he was. Uh, how jovial. I understand you want to try to make the movie lighter, but Batman is not lighter. Batman is dark. He is... Um, if he has any sense of humor, it's very... Um, uh, what's the word? Dark, not dark, but um, dry. Uh, but, I mean, like, there's a scene after Superman comes back to life and he, you know, tosses Batman down and he's like, Batman's laying there, and he's like, yeah, I'm trying to get him. He's like, yep, something's bleeding. I'm like, oh, fuck off. That is not Batman. That is 100% not Batman. So it irritated me a little bit because I'm like, one, that sounded more like uh, a Green Arrow, you know, line. Uh, something like that. Because Green Arrow is basically Batman, but a little lighter in tone. So I, I that's exactly what it felt like to me. I'm like, if you didn't want a true Batman, then you should have put the green arrow in the movie. Um, so the, all, overall his characterization, the characterization of Batman was not good. Um, it was to me the worst, well, not the worst part. Uh, not, it was definitely not the strong part of the movie. Like he wasn't Batman V Superman. Uh, and it sort of felt, I mean, cause we hear every other fucking article is about, Ben Affleck looking for a graceful exit uh, from uh, Justice League from playing the role of Batman. And this movie sort of felt like he either, I don't know, if he just wasn't trying or something. It just didn't feel like he had put his all into it, Um, which is unfortunate. Um, And then, surprise, surprise, Superman's in the movie. Now, the way Superman returns in the movie uh, is sort of baffling to me. Um, you know, we can, I guess we can just ignore what happened at the end of Batman v Superman. You know, after uh, Lois throws the dirt on his casket and uh, we see it sort of start to rise off of the casket. Uh, I assume that that meant that he was alive. Apparently, that's just some fucking shit that happens whenever uh, a Kryptonian dies on Earth. Um, so basically, uh, what ends up happening happening rather is that they uh, take the mother box, uh, one of the mother boxes that they found, which was uh, the one that helped create Cyborg, and uh, they take it to the Genesis chamber on the Kryptonian ship. Um, uh, they take Superman's body, drop him in the water, and then to activate the mother box to provide enough energy, um, they have to, uh, uh, Flash has to run at it really, really fucking fast, uh, to charge it enough, um, but he has to do it just as it hits the water. Uh, a lot like a video game, but you know, you gotta you gotta kind of accept stuff like that whenever you watch these movies. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, now here's a weird bit of information. Uh, we see Cyborg and the Flash. I'm sorry, Barry Allen digging up a casket. He they dig up. Superman's casket. Um, 
it's a baffling scene. One, they don't use their powers. Uh, they try to do some sort of half-assed uh, explanation. Flash is like, well, I could do this a lot faster. Jeff Ward, doesn't it feel a little wrong that we're desecrating a grave or whatever? I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, it sure does. It, it, it's the weirdest bit in this movie, and that's saying a lot. Uh, but again, they had to get his body up somehow. I guess he couldn't have just come back to life or whatever and just use some sort of bullshit reasoning. Uh, either way. Uh, so he comes back to life um, and just flies off uh, and lands uh, at the old shrine, the uh, the statue that was there that got destroyed by uh, Dar- uh, Doomsday, rather, um, and Batman v Superman. And that's this is where the coolest part of the movie happens. Uh, and I and uh, well, let me just say what happens, then I'll explain. Um, it feels like I'm sorry again. <laughs> let me just explain what happened. He lands. All the heroes show up except for Batman, who is preparing uh, for the worst to get the quote unquote big guns out. Um, all this build up and they're, you're meant to think that this is going to be some sort of a weapon when in reality you absolutely know 100% that it's Lois um, so they all land there and they're all kind of they're staring each other down Superman doesn't quite know what's going on obviously he was just brought back to life so he's looking at all of them and then he sees Wonder Woman and it looks like he recognizes her but he's also scanning them all like x-raying them as he is, he looks over at Aquaman, and Aquaman's heart's beating faster. And, you know, his adrenaline starts pumping because he keeps saying he's not right. There's something wrong. There's something wrong. And um, Wonder Woman's like, "Call you need to calm down. You're what's wrong. You're gonna make him. You know, you you seem like a threat." And then he looks over at Cyborg, and Cyborg's arm starts to morph into a gun. Um, as a defense mechanism, because it feels the threat of Superman is near. Uh, and he, he tries to control it. He's like, I can't control this. It's just going to happen. And then it shoots, you know, a, a rocket or something at um, Superman. He dodges it. And then all hell breaks the fuck loose. Uh, they start to fight and go, you know, beat the shit out of each other. Uh, except for, I mean, nobody's beating the shit out of Superman. He's kind of handling them all. Um. And as he is, finally gets to where Aquaman, Cyborg, and Wonder Woman are all holding Superman in place. And he's, or it seems like they're holding him in place. So the Flash runs around him to try to, uh, uh, you know, I guess get the best of him. And as he's running around him, he's staring at him in his, you know, Speed Force uh, vision. And Superman, his eyes shift and look right at Barry and the look Ezra Miller has on his face is fucking perfect he's just like it just looks like holy shit and, or you know like in a Christmas story whenever uh, Ralphie drops the uh, the lug nuts and he's like, oh fudge only I didn't say fudge uh, it was like that it was perfect and uh, as his head, you know, as his eyes shift, uh, and you get that look on uh, Barry Allen or Flash's face, Superman turns his head and then just fucking tosses the rest of the Justice League uh, aside. And uh, uh, and he uh, goes after the Flash. Now the Flash dodges everything. Uh, I guess trying to prove that he's faster. I assume is what the goal is there. Uh, but he dodges pretty much everything. He does get tripped up or hit or something like that. But he dodges most of the uh, punches thrown by Superman. And then Batman shows up. And he yells, Clark! Which, again, this movie has a real fucking thing with just revealing everybody's identity to everybody. It's the most confusing thing I've ever seen. Um... Now, uh, he looks over at Batman and he sees him and he's like, he's like, I know you. And he just fucking floats over to him, grabs him by the neck and 
flies off the ground with him. Luger sort of floats off the ground with him, holding him by his uh, neck, and just looks at him. And in the best uh, line delivery, he's just like, "Do you bleed?" And that's whenever, uh, before he does anything, that's whenever uh, Lois yells out, Kal-El of Krypton, or something like that. I'm like, fucking what? All right, whatever. Uh, I guess we never saw her learn what his name was, I guess. If, I, if I'm mistaken, you know, remind me. I, I could be wrong. Uh, but I don't recall her ever learning what his name is. Uh, so that was kind of a baffling part for me. But regardless, he sees her and just tosses Batman aside. Uh, and then uh, floats down to him and she, her rather, and they hug and she's like, let's get out of here. And they fly off. And that's when we get that stupid fucking line from Batman. Oh, yep, something's definitely bleeding. Oh, God damn it, that pissed me off. That was so irritating. Um, uh, and then, you know, he goes back to the farm, uh, which has been taken by the bank, apparently, uh, at the very beginning of the movie. It was taken by the bank uh, from uh, Martha. Martha! Martha! Uh, so, anyways, uh, they go there. They he spend some time together. He, you know, de pet cemeteries himself or whatever. Uh, and there's some cute, you know, sort of uh, dialogue between the two. Something like whenever they land, she looks up at him and she's like, You smell good. And he's like, Did I not before? Which some people are like, that's stupid, that's cheesy. I'm like, yeah, but fuck. After, what, three movies? Uh, Suicide Squad, Batman v Superman, Man of Steel, of just, like, very dreary characterizations of these iconic characters. I'm a, I am so happy to have some fucking cheese factor in these movies. Uh, so I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was adorable. Uh... And this must have been a Zack Snyder scene just because I don't believe that his mustache, his upper lip was fucked up on this one. Nor was it in the fight scene. Now, we go to some of the, you know, sort of behind the scenes, whatevers. Uh, Zack Snyder's original vision for this movie was apparently Superman was going to be the ba- a bad guy for the majority of the movie before they get to Steppenwolf. Uh, and after seeing that fight scene, fucking, I'm 100% for that. That's what the movie should have been. That's what the entire movie should have been. It shouldn't have been um, Steppenwolf. You know, this is what it should have been. All right? It should have been, you know, the whole thing where Lex Luthor's like, the bell has been rung. Ding, 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 ding. Whatever the fucking insane nonsense he was doing. Um, And that shouldn't have been Steppenwolf. That should have been Darkseid, straight up. Uh, I get, you know, the idea was that this was going to be a part one of two, and part two was going to introduce Darkseid. That's fine. I get that. But the way it should have been on Darkseid should have been the incoming threat. And so whenever they figure this out or start... And I think it should be Batman and Wonder Woman to, uh, to an extent. But it should be Batman so we can see the detective skills. Uh, a little hint of it before we get to the Batman. Um, after they figure it out, that's when they realize, okay, we need Superman. We need Clark back. And there's, uh, by the way, there is a, there is a really great, uh, there's a good um, thing. I, I wouldn't say speech, but there's a really, you know, good monologue-ish thing where um, Batman says Bruce Wayne to Alfred after, the, you know, the short of arguing. He said, the team needs Superman, the world, or the team needs Clark, the world needs Superman. And uh, some of the him being a better hero, Alfred starts to argue, and he's like, he was a better human. He lived in this world. He fell in love in this world. He was a part of it. That's something I have never been. And I thought that was kind of cool because, for one, Bruce Wayne is like, he is rich beyond rich. So he hasn't dealt with small time problems, small world, rural community problems. So, you know he's kind of above the quote unquote above this world that we live in on top of that he's batman he has no time for love he has no time for affection anything like that really uh so i i thought it was a really cool sort of sentiment 
that uh, Bruce gave, and it was delivered well by Ben Affleck. Uh, but in any case, so you, you, we leave um, Smallville, uh, the Smallville farm, after they sort of do their you know stuff. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, so basically what they should have done is uh, they bring back Superman, he's a bad guy, so that's, the movie is spent trying to save Superman. That's the one person that they need to save. You know, the they Batman keeps saying that like to the Flash is like save one person, then then you'll know what to do. That should have been the one person that they had to save. That should have been Superman. And by the end of the movie, he saved. He's you know back true true blue you know hero, and then Dark Side appears. And just leave it on a cliffhanger, and I would have been fine with that. That'd been all right. Um, it would have showed you had some fucking faith in the movie instead of cutting it to shit and removing any, almost any mention of Darkseid or Apocalypse. They didn't even say Apocalypse in the movie, which I thought was insane. Um, but in any case, uh, that's how the movie should have went, but, you know, he gets over his shit pretty quickly, and then they just fucking fly fast forward into, um, uh, the final battle, the, you know, the climax of the movie. Uh, now, on the way there, there is a really fun scene where Aquaman, all of a sudden, he's just sitting down, and he, he's looking at all of them, and he's like, he's like, uh, he's like, you know what? He said, I'm not afraid to fight, but I'll tell you the truth. He said, I don't want to die. You know why? Because I'm young, and I've got shit to do. And he looks over, and he's like, Superman's a no-show. And he looks over at, you know, Batman's like, you have no powers, no offense. And he looks over at Cyber, he's like, he could be playing for the other side. We don't know. And then he looks over one of them and like, you're just, man, you're beautiful. Damn it, you're beautiful. And it was on about how great of a warrior she is and such and, and such and such. Um, and as there, he keeps going on, uh, Batman's trying to motion to him. He's like, ha ha. And he points. And then and Aquaman looks down. He pulls out the lasso of truth, which is glowing now, that he was sitting on top of. I thought that was so fucking fun. That was a Whedon scene if I've ever seen one. I would be shocked if it was uh, a Snyder scene, but I am almost positive that was a Whedon scene. Uh, it was. That was a really endearing, sweet moment. I thought that was so much fun. You know, it's so sincere. He's just like, I'm young. I got shit to do. I, want, I got shit I want to do. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, but they, you know, flash forward into the uh, the final battle in whatever the fuck is Stan. Uh, I have no idea where it is. I, I assume Russia. And I don't think they even said. If they did, I, I didn't hear it. Um, and they keep focusing on this family. And this is where Steppenwolf is setting up his, uh, you know, base of operations. It's so fucking weird. It, it's such a random spot. It's I, I guess it's supposed to be deserted. It's the same thing they did in Batman v Superman, where it's like, there's a little bit of people here, but not many. Uh, and also, I mean, the people are trying to escape. And that's the, you know... They focus on this one particular family, which was baffling. I thought it was weird. It was like they had no real connection to the movie. And I guess it was a way for us to try to care about that community or that village. And, the you know, the fact that the Flash and Superman saved. Now, there was a really cool, really cool fucking Superman scene. Uh, right as they're, you know, doing the battle, they, they you know, Seven Wolf has the, the, the third mother box, and he's uh, joined them together. And so Cyborg is pretty sure that he can um, separate them. And so they distract him while he tries to do it. And then the team is just getting their asses handed to him while Flash is off, you know, saving, you know, random villagers. Um, but they're all getting their asses handed to him. And then... Uh, all of a sudden, it's just out of nowhere. You hear, he's like, I believe in truth. Or he, uh, he, he, Seven Wolf says something to lead up to it, but then all of a sudden, you hear, I believe in truth. <clears throat> and he turns around and Superman with his fucked up lip, and he's like, I also believe in justice. And fucking boom, hits him in the face. And I was like, oh my God, that was Superman. I'm not even a fan of Superman, but the biggest problem I had with Batman v Superman and uh, uh, Man of Steel was there was no good characterization of Superman in those movies. He was so fucking dull. And he was so sad and mopey and emo Superman. It was so ridiculous. It was so irritating to see that. Whenever in any comic book that I've ever read, Superman has always been very... Not, you know, he, yeah, lighthearted. 
Um, but he, I mean, he's been happier. He, you know, he, he was like, ah, this is what I got to do. You know what? Might as well have fucking fun doing it. And, you know, he just, yeah, I believe in truth, justice, and the American way. He doesn't really say American way anymore because he does save the world. But neither, either way, that's, that's what he does. That's what Superman does. He's not, he doesn't always have to be fucking happy and jokey. That's not what he is. But he definitely has brightness to him. And it's so ir- it was so irritating to see that version of Superman for so long. And now we finally get it. We get a real fucking Superman. But there is a great scene that in the middle of the fight, you know, there's Flash and they're, they're all together. And then all of a sudden it's like Flash is uh, off saving people or runs off to save somebody. And, uh, oh, no, no, no. He, yeah, he runs off to save somebody. And Superman looks off and he's like, civilians in danger and as before they can even argue he fucking flies off to go save them I'm like that's Superman it almost brought a tear to my eye because we finally got a perfect Superman and the biggest problem I have is that because this movie failed so hard you know what I'm not going to say that it didn't meet expectations at the box office um I I refuse to call it a flop or a bomb right now it just didn't meet expectations yet in a, in a world where uh, it needed to at least double its budget, it most likely won't, and it most likely will be a quote-unquote bomb. Um, but I, 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 I won't really give up on it yet. But because this movie didn't do as well as expected, there's a chance we might not get any more of these movies. I mean, we're always going to get the Batman. We're always we're going to get Aquaman. We're going to get Wonder Woman two. We're going to get Shazam. And we'll probably get uh, Flashpoint or Man of Steel 2. Uh, but beyond that, I mean, they're not going to do any team-ups, probably not for a long time. Um, but it, just, it bums me out because we finally got a proper version of Superman. We got a great Wonder Woman and a potentially great Batman. And just Warner Brothers fucked it up. And here's the real thing. And I actually just read this, was that the reason they uh, didn't push back the movie whenever uh, Zack Snyder was forced to drop out was they, they were Warner Brothers, the, the president and uh, another big wig, vice president maybe. I, I, can't, I can't quite remember. Uh, two of the big wigs in charge were afraid that after the uh, Time Warner AOL merger that's getting ready to happen, they were afraid that if they pushed it back, they might not be there and they would miss their bonus, their $85 million bonus. That's why they didn't push it back. A movie that should have been pushed back to March. Most really, if you really think about it, it should have been pushed back to March. Uh, and, and I can't quite remember if I've already said this or not. But I mean, if from what I can think of, there's not any movies that would be coming out around that time that would compete with it, that would give uh, Josh Whedon time to sculpt a proper Justice League. And, you know, have more time to not... I won't say fix Zack Snyder's mistakes, but add to the movie and sculpt a finished product. Um, that would That's not fair to Whedon. That wasn't fair to the cast. That wasn't fair to uh, Zack Snyder. That wasn't fair, mostly, to the fans who fucking pay for these movies, man. The reason they get a fucking bonus is because of us. And that was the most frustrating thing that I've heard. This movie was not bad. Regardless of what most critics will say, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. I didn't love it. I liked it. It was fine. It was good. It was decent. Um, Mostly it was fun. And the way I look at it, because it didn't have time to, it really didn't have a whole lot of time to course correct. And you take into account the bullshit that Warner Brothers pulled, the bullshit they pulled so they get their movie out on time so they can fucking line their goddamn pockets. You take all of that bullshit into account. This movie isn't that bad. It's fun and it is a step in the right direction for these movies. And that's, that's what we need to focus on. You know, Wonder Woman was a great movie, and I love that movie to death. Um, and that was obviously a step in the right direction. Just like, I won't say it's a step backwards. Eh, yeah, it's kind of a step backwards, but it is still in the right direction era. It, it's still better than Batman v Superman. And it, if you 
look at this as just a sequel to Batman v Superman. This is a step in the right direction. And I want to see more. I want them to focus. And now, unfortunately, it really looks like Ben Affleck will most likely no longer be Batman. Two movies in, and he is already tired of being Batman. That shows the bullshit. Now, there's a lot of people who, you know, he... I'm sure, you know, he wanted to make fans happy. He wanted to atone for what he felt was his fault with Daredevil. And I'll go ahead and tell you this. I don't like Daredevil, the Daredevil movie. Love that show on Netflix. But, uh... I didn't like the movie. Ben Affleck was good in that movie. He did good with what he had to work with. There was not a lot to work with in that movie. And if you actually watch the director's cut of the movie, it's considerably better. Uh, but there was a lot of problems with that movie, but Ben Affleck was not one of them. And I don't think it's fair that he took the weight of the brunt of the uh, criti- uh, critical reviews of him uh, or of the movie. That wasn't fair on him because he was good. He made that movie worth watching. Um, and this movie was, uh, you know, I, or his role as Batman was sort of like what I take as sort of an atonement for uh, what he feels he did wrong, which is ludicrous. And then I mean, he's just spent the past two movies as Batman uh, getting fucking raked across the coals. Um, again, not his fault. Uh, I just don't think that was fair uh, because, again, he was probably the best thing in Batman v Superman, the reason to watch that movie. And although I don't like the characterization of Batman in Justice League, I did sort of enjoy uh, seeing him in the movie again. And again, he was also in Suicide Squad in little bits. And fuck, seeing him face off against Deadshot or him against, uh, we'll call him Joker for now, um, that was fucking cool, it felt like Batman against his villains, and I thought that was really cool, and it's a shame now that we're, you know, most likely not gonna get any more of that, and they've already said Matt Reeves, uh, supposedly, has already looking in the direction of a different actor to take his place, and it looks like his choice might be Jake Gyllenhaal. Now, the idea would be either, again, all these are rumors. It almost felt like the internet felt like fan casting Batman in case Ben Affleck didn't feel like doing it anymore, which could be the case. But there's like reports of this or whatever um, that he that Matt Reeves wanted Jake Gyllenhaal to play Batman if Ben Affleck w- would not return, which is looking more likely by the day. Um, so the idea would be either one, they place the movie before Batman v Superman. Uh, which, if memory serves, Jake Gyllenhaal is about the same age as Ben Affleck. But he does look younger, so it would work. Um, and, or two, it's just set apart from the DC Extended Universe like the Joker origin movie is going to be. Um, I think it's, I think it'll be baffling if he is set apart uh, from the movie, from the DC Extended Universe. It's just like... Comic book fans will get the Elseworlds label. They'll understand where what it means. Um, which is basically, for anybody who doesn't know, the Elseworlds... Um, uh, I can't remember what they call it. Um, uh, print. Uh, imprint. Uh, for DC was basically um, their excuse to do sort of, not outlandish, but just off-the-wall stories starring their heroes that wasn't canon to the regular universe. That's what Elseworlds is, and that's sort of what they're calling or going with uh, with like the Joker origin movie. It's not canon to the DC Extended Universe, but it's still in the DC family. Um, so fans will understand that. They're already going to have a hard enough time with the Joker movie, let alone a Batman movie with a completely different actor. Um, my idea for it uh, would be to kill Bruce Wayne. Now, I know what you're thinking. Uh, killing Bruce Wayne is kind of fucking insane, right? Because that's Batman. So how are we going to continue the legacy of Batman without Bruce Wayne? Um, fucking simple. There's been more than one Batman. Um, I think uh, the big reason why I think they should just kill Bruce Wayne is because 
I don't think they should let go of the extended universe just yet. And I think recasting the uh, character is going to just be way more confusing for a lot of people. And it's going to... I just think it will cause more problems. And uh, so I think if you kill Bruce Wayne and you cast... You, you take another character from the Batman universe, from the Bat family, if you will, and make him Batman, then you got your answer right there. So, how should this really go down? I think the Batman movie should deal with... Again, the big thing is, I think, any Batman movie should, should focus a lot on the detective part of the Batman um, of his I mean uh, detective uh, skills because no movie really has and I've said this before on the podcast you know and Joseph has and Joey has um, the biggest problem with a lot of the Batman movies is that they don't focus on his detective skills it's just a lot of him punching and kicking people and or fucking throwing crates at their head whatever um there's not a whole lot of focus on the fact that he is the world's greatest detective. Uh, in the comic book, in canon, he was kind of given that honor by Sherlock Holmes himself, an elderly, 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 elderly Sherlock Holmes. Um, so, I think in the Batman, he should be trying to you know solve a crime. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Deathstroke. No, you know what? No, because I don't think that should be... I think Deathstroke should be the villain of the Batman, but I think Bruce Wayne... Bruce Wayne, not Batman, but Bruce, should be murdered by somebody else off-screen. Not off-screen, but, like, that we don't see. I think you do that, and then by the end of the movie, you kind of have everybody trying to deal with that. And then you introduce Dick Grayson. He will decide that he is going to figure out who killed Batman, who killed Bruce Wayne. And that's where you leave the movie off. And yes, I think Dick Grayson should be played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Um, so then they say they're going to do this Nightwing movie. Not again. We don't know yet what the future is. I'm just saying how they should go going forward. And yeah, it's going to focus a lot on Batman because, let's fucking face it, he's kind of the key to the everything. He's their He's their big shebang. Even if some people consider Superman their the big deal, Batman kind of really is. Um, so you spend the Nightwing movie with Dick trying to solve, uh, or Nightwing trying to solve Bruce's murder, and by the end of it, he he figured it out. Let, you know, let's say let's make it. It's got to be a, it's got to be a villain that's worthy of it, but also you wouldn't expect. So immediately Joker's out. Well, you know, you know I've gone back and forth on this. I, I still think that they should use Jared Leto in the movies. I think they should make him Jason Todd. And I think they should introduce a real Joker. Um, basically what it would, that would be, and I know I'm getting off topic, but that's kind of what the show is, so fucking deal with it. Um, but uh, what that would basically be is that you show... That Jason Todd was beaten and tortured by uh, the original Joker, uh, but then he escapes and he, you know, or he's thought to be dead, and then he comes back and you realize that he's fucking insane. He's the Jared Leto Joker. He cuts the face off of OG Joker, and uh, you're supposed to think that version of Joker is dead, and now that Jason Todd Robin is officially dead. That's why Bruce uh, or Batman never acknowledges that that Joker is Jason Todd. Uh, uh, but in any case, uh, so you, you could make it Jason Todd. And I, I, I guess I can feel that you can make uh, another Batman movie or from then on you can make a Red Hood movie and basically it's about the redemption of Jason Todd. Um, and even you can leave Bruce's death sort of ambiguous. Like, make it, I mean, make it believable he's dead, but like, I mean, he's been quote unquote dead, and uh, yeah, but not really. They, I can't remember what the a acronym stood for, but it was you know, Batman RIP, uh, which is a fantastic story, but, um, you know, most people thought that Bruce was dead, and but he wasn't. And it was kind of a story of him, you know, 
coming back and in that from that point on it was sort of like trying to for Bruce to get back to being Batman uh, but I mean kill him off kill Bruce and I know Warner Brothers would be all finicky about it so they would have to leave it open that he might still be alive and that's fine you can do that because eventually maybe Ben Affleck decides he wants to come back or maybe um, they do do that uh, Batman Beyond movie and they can use Ben Affleck and age him up a little bit and he could be old, old man Bruce uh, that way he wouldn't have to commit to being Batman. He wouldn't have, he would just be a supporting character. He wouldn't have to be the, the main focus of the entire thing. Uh, but in any case, spend Nightwing trying to solve the murder and who could be, I mean, that one's a difficult one. Um, see, race is too obvious. Joker's too obvious. Uh, Jason Todd would be a good one. Even if you don't make Jason, Jason Todd Jared Leto, you could make it Jason Todd and go, go full fucking tilt with it. You know, uh, you know, he threatened him, and you know, he was a villain for a little bit, or not even very long, but a little bit in the comic books. So you could make him full tilt villain, and he kills Bruce, and then he just maybe sort of realizes by the end of Nightwing, not by the end of Nightwing, but you figure out it's Red Hood, Jason Todd, uh, in the climax of Nightwing, they have this fucking badass battle, and then they have this sort of moment maybe dick talks to him or you know whatever I, I would say it would be something akin to uh revenge of the sith terrible movie but they had some great moments and one of the great moments of that movie was in the battle between anakin and obi-wan at the very end uh you know the higher ground uh speech you know after he you know cussed the fucking shit out of him um then you have uh EM says he says something like we were you were my brother I loved you you were supposed to be the you're the chosen one it, it, do something akin to obviously you don't say hey you're the chosen one Jason you, you know because that'd be stupid um, but you do something akin to that and maybe something you know hits and maybe the psychosis or whatever that Jason Todd's going through breaks and he realizes what he he's done and he just scoots along and then you can have a Red Hood solo movie where it's sort of like his you know, redemption and to be him becoming a hero. I think that would be a really fascinating movie. Uh, and then by the end of Nightwing, after all that's said and done, um, Dick Grayson goes into the uh, Batcave and dons the mantle for the first time. So we see Jake Gyllenhaal suit up as Batman by the end of the movie. So we have a one-off, one and only Nightwing movie to lead into the sequel to The Batman, which will give us a new Batman. Then you can sort of start fixing the problems with the characterization of Batman in Justice League. So if you, when you do have another Justice League movie, and I think they should wait a little bit before they hit another Justice League movie. Um, but what they should do is, um, uh, you know, he doesn't reveal his identity identity to anybody, so people think he's Bruce, but then they start to realize he's not really Bruce. And so they don't know who he is. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, so I think that would be a really interesting thing to do. Uh, and, you you know, he's the darker version, the one that... And maybe he's a little out of character for Dick Grayson, but I, you know, I'd i rather a little out of character and closer to, the, to Batman. And maybe he's doing it as a way, you know, because he feels that Bruce being too kind and too open with people is what got him killed. Maybe that's what it is. So he closes off a little bit and he becomes a truer version of Batman than what Ben Affleck was in Justice League. Uh, but, you know, he doesn't reveal his identity. He's very dark. He He's a part of the Justice League, but he it doesn't, it's not that he doesn't want to be, but he knows that, uh, you know, somebody needs to be there. Uh, somebody has to be their Justice League. Somebody has to be able to stop them if they get, you know, get out of line like I said earlier um but um I think that's how you do it that's how you fix Batman if Ben Affleck wants to leave personally I don't want him to go but it seems more and more like he wants to so I say kill off Bruce Wayne and I know I was talking to my friend Buddy about this and he is not a fan of uh the only Batman he wants is Bruce Wayne or Terry McGinnis uh and I'm sort of with him but I think Another thing that they need to do that Warner Brothers needs to do is because they've sort of been safe. The, the closest to uh, a chance they took was Suicide Squad. Um, and even that really wasn't 
a chance because you had Harley Quinn, uh, you had the Joker, you had all the ingredients for a really great movie, uh, great characters, and enough people knew who Suicide Squad was. Uh, I think they need to go just sort of insane and fucking do something surprising, something that nobody's going to expect. Kill the Batman. It's a simple. We kill the Batman. You know, like fucking Heath Ledger said, man. Uh, do it. And stick to it. And uh, there's an, another thing. I mean, uh, yeah, we're probably going to... Um, we're definitely getting Wonder Woman 2. We're definitely getting Shazam. Uh, we're get, uh, definitely getting Aquaman. And we'll probably get um, Cyborg. Uh, I think they should go ahead and do the Flashpoint movie. That's another way to reboot the entire thing. Because it, it sort of seems like maybe that's what they want to do. And figure out... I mean, the Flashpoint is an insane story. And you can do a lot of things with it. And and that's another thing. They need to embrace their comic book. They need to in, in, embrace it. And, and know what they're, they're trying to make. They're making comic book movies. Fucking go with it. Uh, so do Flashpoint and be, you know, any kind of discrepancy from there on out. It's like, oh, let's go to Flashpoint. You know, recast characters. Even recast Ezra Miller if they really want to. You can do all kinds of cool shit with Flashpoint. Now, uh, one of the big things I think they need to do, well, they made a huge mistake uh, whenever they tried to cram all the introductions, sort of, into Batman v Superman and then immediately into Justice League. It should have been... Um, it, it, they should have... I mean, they should have taken down the Marvel method. And I I know they don't, they're, oh, we weren't copying off them. We were trying to be something different. No, I mean, as soon as your movie has capes and masks in it, you're going to be compared to Marvel regardless. Uh, so you need to embrace that. They did it right. So... You should have introduced all your characters. Another, uh, now it, they could be um, kind of uh, gonna fix that with the upcoming movies because at the end post credit scene, um, they said uh, it, they hinted at doing an Injustice League, and the only two members that we know so far of is uh, Lex Luthor and uh, uh, Deathstroke, the Terminator. Um, I think what they should do is instead go the reverse of what Marvel did. Not reverse like they have, which is, you know, big team up, then solo movies. Introduce all your villains. You know, uh, in each of the movies, you can introduce your villain. If you want to have two villains and you have a main villain and then the one that's going to be part of the Injustice League, or however you want to do it, introduce your villains and then, um, you know, you can do a PS scene where, you know, Lex Luthor is gathering his team together or whatever that would be kind of fun and then you lead to Injustice League I'm going to say probably 5 6, 7 I wouldn't go I, I, I'm tempted to say 10 years but 5 five to 8 years maybe you do another Justice League movie but you build up that entire build it up but don't like make it the focus of your movies do little PS scenes do what Marvel did with Thanos, you know, uh, they slow rolled him until finally, you know, we're getting that movie, what, in May or whatever. Um, but that's what you need to do. You need to, you can build up your villains into a Justice League 2, and then it can be the Injustice League. Uh, you know, Justice League versus the Injustice League or something, you know, fucking clever. Um, maybe stay away from the versus titles. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun to see. Uh, and that could also be to my next point, lower your fucking budgets. It, it, Superman maybe has to be a high budget movie, but I mean, look at Logan and look at Deadpool. Deadpool was less than $60 million. Uh, Logan was less than $100 million. I think it was like $98 million or something, something akin to that. Um, and they were massively successful and beautiful movies, particularly Logan. Um, Dead, Deadpool was beautiful in a different way. Um, but it, you don't have to have massive budgets. Characters, particularly Batman, you don't need a high budget at all. Don't, you know... And even, I mean, I guess Dark Knight was a high budget movie, but it, it wasn't 
you know, outrageous amounts of money. Um, so I think what they need to do is lower their budgets because then you're almost guaranteed to um, hit your mark, you know, make a profit. They're, they might not make a profit off of this movie, off of Justice League. Um, I don't think that's I, I don't think we live in a world where that happens I'm sure they make a little profit but they should make way way more uh, and I'm not saying Justice League yeah it needed to be a high budget movie but I mean it was like 300 million production budget uh, but that's not including marketing so yeah, they're gonna cut it close but I man they really could just they could not make their nut man I don't know but regardless, uh, lower their budgets for future movies. Wonder Woman's going to get a bump. They were, it was a relatively low budget movie. I think it was like $100 million or something like that, $115. Um, $150 maybe? I can't quite remember. Either way, it's going to get a little bump because it was massively successful as well. But keep it low-key. Shazam doesn't need to be high budget, but it doesn't need to be low budget either. It doesn't need to be Deadpool range. You could probably make a good Shazam movie for $100 mil. Um, I actually think... Um, you can make a good Batman movie probably for $70, $80 million. Like a really good Batman movie uh, for that much. Uh, again, you just keep it grounded. You focus on his detective skills. You don't need a whole bunch of CG in those movies. Um, but uh, but it's, that's a big thing. They need to lower their budget. They're just throwing money at these. And Warner Brothers, I mean, they have fucking boo bucks, right? We know that. Um, but if they need to be smart smarter than they have been and lower their budget and they'll make way more money and they'll make better movies and they need to go back to focusing on uh, filmmaker driven movies not honestly creating universes yeah you can create your universe keep it or whatever that's fine I'm all for that but you need to keep your focus on each solo movie don't have Zack Snyder direct all of your movies or have him be your quote unquote godfather of those movies uh, do they need a Kevin Feige sort of guy to kind of oversee everything and sort of make sure the tone is somewhat matching? Um, yeah, probably. But you need to give your each filmmaker freedom to make the movie they want to make. That's why I'm excited for uh, Aquaman because James Wan is making it. Uh, uh, he's a he's an odd choice. I didn't expect him, um, especially I mean, with Fast and Furious is what he was most known for and he also made like what conjuring was it i think uh a couple horror movies and it was kind of it was weird he was gonna do aquaman uh but either way I, i'm down for it i'm excited for it uh again he's got uh an interesting uh style and so i think it could work really well with aquaman uh look what happened patty jenkins had almost complete control of wonder woman you need to let your filmmakers. You are you've always been good. Warner Brothers has always been good about making good film. It's filmmaker driven, um, with the exception of maybe Harry Potter. They had well, they I mean they had the same filmmaker make the movie, so you know, you he had the same tone and everything. That was you know good uh, to do that, and it wasn't necessarily uh, a shared universe per se. Um, so it was a little different, but regardless you need to have you need to let your filmmakers do their job and not just fucking nitpick everything and pull it apart and if some bullshit happens again where your director might have to leave push the movie back if you have to bring in another director push the movie back let let them uh, have a proper chance at fixing the movie not fix it but like complete it so it looks like a cohesive story and if there is a movie you have in the DC extended universe again or any movie for that matter that has any real issues that you need to fix and you need to bring another director to rewrite it or to redirect it or whatever then again you need to push it back don't worry about your fucking bottom line you douchebags and let us have our movies that we deserve I'm fucking sorry i'm done talking about this uh all in all this got a little off track i was uh, started this really just to talk about justice league but um and i don't know if you guys can tell but this is uh you probably have heard my uh here in a minute you'll hear it for a third time but you've heard my stereo which goes off whenever i shut the car off um you've heard it twice and like i said here in a minute you'll hear, hear it a third time uh it's because i've I've recorded this over the course of three days. 
uh, on my way home from work, and I'm just now pulling in. Uh, so I'm getting rushed off my car. But all in all, uh, Justice League uh, isn't terrible. It's not the worst thing I've ever seen. Um, it wasn't the best thing I've ever seen. Did I love it? No. Did I like it? Yeah, absolutely. Did I hate it? No, not at all. It, it, it was a good, it was a fine movie. It could have been a lot better if it was if corporate greed wasn't involved. Um, but there is, they have a lot of, they've got all the pieces to make a great movie. It's wet clay. Uh, they just didn't let it harden yet. They didn't mold it into the perfect thing. It's, it still needs to be worked a little bit. Um, but I do recommend going to see it. If you are a DC fan, um, it was still a lot of fun. Um, Joey went to go see it, and I, I believe you guys can check out on YouTube. He does uh, too many movies, and he does too many movies at the movies. Um, he's putting up a review. I believe it'll be today. Uh, so you need to go check it out on YouTube uh, and uh, watch his review. But all in all, he texted me after he went to go see it. He wasn't a happy camper. Uh, he felt like he felt disappointed that he or he regretted going to see it. I would never go quite that far. Um, I had a lot of fun. I recommend it. I think you should absolutely go watch the movie. Give it a shot. And if you hate it, then fuck it. You hate it. Uh, then, you know, you'll think, you know, oh, DC burned me twice. Um, or that fat asshole on that podcast told me to go see this and the movie sucked. Well, it is what it is. Um, but give it a shot at least. You know, I do think it's worth watching. Even if you don't go to theaters to watch it, although I implore you to so that way they can make their nut and we can get more of these movies and maybe just maybe they'll be a little smarter in the future so until next time guys i'm jake what were we talking about